Hey everybody, we're back. Episode 6 of the Father and Son Podcast. Uh, A couple announcements. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Go to that little search bar, search Father and Son Podcast, uh, and you'll find us. Go ahead, click subscribe, and it'll pull right up to your cell phone or whatever mobile device you have. And you can listen to our beautiful voices uh, as you ride to work or if you're driving a cab or (laughs) something like that. I don't really know. But please do that. Also, uh, like us on Facebook. We got a ton of likes this past few weeks, and I want to keep that going. So we're on Facebook.com slash Father and Son Podcast. Also, we're on SoundCloud. If none of that works for you, go to SoundCloud.com. Search for us, Father and Son Podcast, and you can download any of our podcasts right to your phone or whatever, computer, Um, And I believe it'll go straight to your iTunes and then you can play it from there. So please do that stuff. Uh, We have a great episode for you today. Um, It is a mini-sode. And uh, here's the kicker. Rick, my father, uh, he is in Florida. So we're going to FaceTime him right now. Let's see if he answers... This is the beauty of technology right here, folks. There he is. Hey. We're live. Say hello. Cool. This is my father, Rick. How you doing? I'm live. <laughs> uh... <laughs> This is the this is great. This is technology at at its finest, you know. Yeah, I'm a uh, you know I've always been kind of uh, ambivalent about technology. You know that. Ed. Yeah. Like I get into one of my rants about it. Yep. Oh yeah. And, and wish we we went back to the old crank telephone, but um, this is pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, it's interesting too because uh, you're. I mounted you like the, uh, the my cell phone right now is mounted up against a bunch of floppy disks. Uh huh. That's well, pretty I, ironic. I was gonna say, you know how big you are in my world right now, Zach. I'm, the, You're I'm about an inch tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no, you know, yeah, okay, go ahead. But I'm just gonna say real quickly, you know, that philosophically speaking, we like to get philosophical here. Yeah. Um, that philosophers have said that. Uh, Distance is actually the time it takes for you to interact with somebody. So if you can interact instantly, uh, like you and I, we might as well be sitting in the same room. There is no distance between us, even though I'm down here in beautiful, well, not sunny, but beautiful Florida right now. And snowing up there. Dad, you're blowing my mind over here. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's snowing pretty hard over here in Chicago. Um, Yeah, I... The the philosophical talk we can we can have our own side podcast. Let's make a side. We can make an offshoot podcast about philosophies and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be Kierkegaard. You can be. Uh, uh, who would you like to be? Saint Se- Augustine. Yeah, or, Seneca uh, or any of those. <laughs> those guys. Descartes, perhaps. Yeah, Descartes. <laughs> so we. I really wanted 
to do this podcast um, because of one man in particular, Steph Curry. And we've talked about him, um, but mainly we talked about him in the Golden State sense. And what's come to my attention is that he is pushing to become one of the greatest players of all time. And it's and it's a weird, weird thing for me to say that. Like, is is that too much? No. No, it's not. No, not at all. I mean, what um, he's doing right now is is exactly what Jordan was doing, but he's doing it in a way. I, I mean, he, not exactly in this in the way that he's scoring, but the numbers he's putting up. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what he's doing, Zach, and and the reason why I agree with you, one of the greatest of all time, he has taken advantage of the rules that change. Now, it's you know most people, most young people have no don't remember and I don't blame them for not remembering when there wasn't a three-point line it came into the NBA in 1980 79 and 80 and yeah. in college a little bit after that as we've talked about it's taken it took at least two decades for coaches to figure out how important a three-point shot is being 50 percent more than a two-point shot not a, you know 25 percent more 10 percent more but a full 50 percent more yeah and then you come to a guy this evolution of a guy like curry zach you saw that shot the other night no I, it wasn't it, it wasn't a shock to me he got the ball with yeah. four seconds left with most which most people would catch the ball and start freaking out and panicking he dribbled mm-hmm. casually to 30 feet away from the hoop there what was it 30 do you know what it was marked 32, at? i think 32 right? feet away from the hoop and he shot as if he'd done it a million times before, which I'm sure he's done it thousands of times before. But yeah, the, well, here, here's I, there's these weird stats, and I, okay, it is. I think it's I think it's shots from thirty eight or sorry, shots from thirty feet or more this year. He's eleven for twenty two. Shots at twenty eight feet or more. He's shooting sixty-eight or sixty-four um, percent, and I don't know yeah. how many he shot at at twenty-eight feet, but thirty or more. He's taken twenty-two shots this year at thirty feet or more, thirty feet uh-huh. of distance or more, and he's made half of them. The next closest is like Vince Carter with like uh, I think he's one for three, which is an <laughs> outrageous number to shoot three. I mean, most people don't shoot a thirty-foot shot in their entire career. Hey, have you ever been to a uh, carnival or you know, like one of those fairs during the summer? Yeah. And, uh, you know, wh- and where they have a not pop a shot, but they have like um, uh, you got to shoot a little mini basketball into one of those tight little rims. Yeah. Uh, and it looks pretty easy. Yeah. But 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 these carnies, first of all, you can't trust them. You know yeah. that. Uh, never trust carnies. That's day one shit right there. No, they're yeah. mostly like you know. <laughs> well, yeah, they've been in prison. I mean, I don't want to say all of them. Yeah. And I actually worked at a carnival one time with your, your my old buddy Bill Blair. You remember Silly Billy Blair? No, I, I, yeah, I vaguely. You know vaguely. Silly Billy yeah, Blair? Yeah, Silly okay. Billy. Yeah. Anyway, um, but you can't make those shots because the the rim, the ball will barely get through it, and the balls are um, super really hyper inflated. Yep. So so they hit and they pop out. Well, somehow Seth Curry is good enough. Steph. That. Shooting, you have such small um, range of uh, for missing, such a tiny margin of error, and he's able to do it. So nobody knew how to do it before, and nobody thought it was worthwhile. Now, Phil Jackson, I saw recently, is joining my tiny little choir and saying, might be time to think about a four-point shot. 
All right. We've had this discussion about the four-point shot, but yep. we're just going to keep perpetuating these rules, like moving the three-point line back further, adding all these things. I think we just let the guys play at the level they're playing right now. The thing is, Wait, do how do you, he, do you think Seth Curry is a freak then, or is he? You say he's one of the best ever, and I absolutely agree. He's going to be the MVP for the second straight year. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, who in the right mind allows their player to shoot these shots? Like, what do you have? <laughs> what do you have to do to shoot these shots? Like, well, you know who allows it. First of all. Uh, Steve, Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr. Yeah, but and he owns still to this day the three-point shooting uh, percentage for a career. Now, I, I you know, they, he took far, far fewer three-pointers than uh, Curry has. Yeah, because he had a but, guy named Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen on his team. <laughs> yeah, and you know, if you uh, if you watch that uh, the shot that he made to win that one championship, he literally does say to Jordan, "Hey, um, you know, if if they're on you, I'll be open. So just look for me before that." <laughs> But but who can shoot like Steph Curry? Who else can do it? Zach? No one. And no you one. You think it's no doable one. by somebody else? No, it's it's absolutely it's it's astounding to me. It almost you know, and I, I hate to say this, but it looks kind of like unathletic. He just kind of like throws the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just because he's doing it so fast. It's like when you see Rodgers throw the Again, we bring up Rodgers. Okay, we can say that yeah, I'm obsessed Rogers, with Rodgers. Your, your yeah, okay. I brought him up a million times in this show. But uh, he looks weird when he throws the ball sometimes. It looks unathletic because he's re- his release is so fast. And I wonder if that's how I feel about Steph Curry. And the same way with the way like Steph, like he hits the ball, like when he's dribbling through traffic, he like slaps mm-hmm. the ball down with his hand. Yep. I don't know uh, if you you've know, ever you noticed said that. that. One of our podcasts, and I yeah. looked at him and I noticed that. I had never noticed because that before, he, but you're right. he he wants to 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 do it faster. Like he want he doesn't want to control the ball. He wants to like push it away from everyone else. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about his dad, Del Curry, so and he was a terrific shooter, yeah. and I remember him. So clearly, there's some genetic stuff going on here. But look, the guy made 12 three pointers the other day in a game. So what on earth do you think we ought to do? Should we just celebrate Steph Curry for being so good that nobody else will be like him? Should we? Um, I, I think one thing he brought up. You talking about that game the other night where he made the law the 32 footer. He's doing what great wide receivers started doing, and that is they don't look back for the ball. They fool the defensive back by acting as though there's no um, uh, ball near them or, you know, that the pass isn't near them. And then they look up at the last second. And I think that's what Curry was doing. Yeah, he – yeah, he, he – I think this is what determines someone who's great, like not just good, like has a good season or performs very well, but someone who wants to be considered like Jordan – um, you're when I'm watching Steph Curry, like even last year, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just gonna wait for the time when he goes cold. Yeah, you know, like when yeah. is he's one of these days he's gotta go cold, and it just doesn't, <laughs> and it doesn't happen because no, he's got this freedom to just shoot. But it, it's a, it's both. Like I don't know who else. It doesn't matter how good you are at shooting, you don't take shots like that. Right? No, you don't. And no, you do, don't. Do you agree that it's like, all right, well, we're just going to wait I and see if completely. he go, ever goes cold? Because if he never goes cold, like, I mean, there physically cannot be a better player. 
I wonder what his range is, and I think we don't know. I think that shooting, uh, if he's not guarded, and he took his shots from half court, I think that I don't. I know he would make half of them, but I think he might make a third of them in regular games. And I wonder if someday that might not become part of a, a, a plan for you have a guy like uh, Curry. You know, they say, well, he's out of the play. <laughs> he's forty feet back. It's like, no, he's going to fire from. I. There. <laughs> by the way. I got your book right here, um, yeah. and I just opened to a pretty cool page. Um, so everyone's talking yeah, yeah, about in the year of the bull, right? Yeah, in the year of the bull. Well, I can see it. Yeah, we're yeah, on, yeah we're FaceTime. Yeah. And I'm oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the year of the bull, we've talked about this book before. Actually, we brought it up during our last Steph Curry talk, um, where we compared him to Jordan, but. I just pulled up the stat. It was Kerr went uh, 122 for 237 um, t- to be 51%. Jeez, man. Yeah. You know, uh, you want a little story, Zach? You know, we you were raised in Lake Forest. and Steve lived there. And I remember going over when he was playing with the Bulls. We went to his house, which is over there by the ponds. Kind of, you know, like a regular house. And he Wait, had a, Dad, you can, hold your, you can hold your microphone Right, connected to your headphones. No, you're no the on the headphones. It's attached to the wire. You can see right yeah. there. Yeah, right, right here. See yeah. this thing, this little piece. You can yeah. see it. If you hold that up to your mouth, that's the microphone. That's what you right speak. Here? No, 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 that one right there. Oh, that. with this one right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. You see, it? you can hear the difference in that. That's where the. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Well, see, that's technology. <laughs> Well, you don't have to hold it up right next to your mouth. Just be aware okay, of it because it could get muffled by your shirt. Okay. All right. All right. You so, know what I should do is sit up. I'm slouching. Okay, but I would, let me finish this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve it? Kerr. Steve Kerr. Okay. Let me get, yeah. So we're over there, and he's trying to – his brother happens to be visiting from wherever. Steve Kerr's a very funny guy. Yeah. But I said, hey, can you shoot some threes here? And uh, so he's got a, oh. a really crappy basketball, and he's standing across the slanted driveway, and the basket is, you know, pretty dubious. It's on a pole. It's not on the house. Yeah. And he cannot, he can't even come close to making a shot. It was hilarious. Steve Kerr. And not even Steve Kerr, yeah. So I would have, okay, Steve Kerr comes over, over to our house. You remember that hoop? I would have yeah. beaten him in horse. Probably, you know, because he can shoot off the deck. Well, not just that, not just the deck, the super shot, as we called it, but not just that. I, I had our, I had our hoop calibrated. But I feel like get get him going. I, w- I honestly get Steph Curry going in a gym. Like, how good would it? How cool would it be to have like Steph Curry as your friend, to like bet on games and and like he could like hustle yeah. people. Like white man can't jump. Yeah. That would be like that. Would... Yeah, well, the dude, the guy, if you brought him in and nobody knew who he was, they'd say, okay, you know, we'll, I don't know, people don't gamble a whole lot on two on two anymore. <laughs> but you'd say, you know, did they ever, did they ever gamble on two on two? Yeah, not too much. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't but, know. But uh, you'd say, I my wasn't... buddy here, this skinny guy, yeah, he and I will take you on. You're talking to two like former college guys, who are, like six, nine. And next thing you know, you've whipped them like 15. If you count threes, yeah. You beat him like 15 to 2. <laughs> so back to to Steph. I think like what what do we do from here as spectators? Like what do we what do we decide? I mean, I, cuz 
to be honest, when he took that shot, I was I kind of like while the ball was in the air, I was like, this could be it. Like this could be the turning point to where he. I mean, I mean, if he stays like this, there's no question he will be known as the greatest player of all time. Like he, just, yeah. I think he needs like how many more years? Do you think? Well, good question, but I'll tell you what: two consecutive MVPs means he's uh, and, in the in the league. It's uh, guaranteed that he'll be in the Hall of Fame. So. That part's already there. Now, if he wants to get into the Michael Jordan stratosphere... Yeah, what does he um, have to do? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, that's what I've been thinking. I don't I don't even... Well, I mean, can he improve? Do you think he can possibly I, no, get it, better? No, it's not about getting better. For me, it's about keeping this hot streak alive. And it's not a hot streak. Yeah. Like I said before, it's... He can go cold... And we're all just sitting here waiting for him to go cold. But if he goes, what, two more years doing the same thing that yeah. he does? I mean, if he yeah. does two more years exactly like this, he'll get MVP, which it, I don't know if there's ever been anyone who's gotten MVP four times in a row. Uh, we'd have to look it up, but the only guy I think would have been... Could have been Michael. Uh, or Bill uh, Russell or, J- or Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar so. or Wilt Distilt, right? Yeah, but he was always fighting Russell, you know? I mean, it, it was funny. There was always somebody who was your nemesis. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's something we can, you know, one of our yeah. many listeners can just Google and find out. Those kind of questions are irrelevant. Zach, those are just facts. Yeah. We deal in Screw opinions. Screw facts. Here. We deal in opinions and <laughs> anecdotes and things that are not factual here. <laughs> there you go. But, but we speak as a truth, which is more important than yeah. facts. Okay. We're cold, hard uh, truth. <laughs> I want to say, and we're stuck on Seth Curry here, but I want to say he weighs 175 pounds, maybe. Yeah. Um, he's six three, and I wonder if kids are going to start saying, "Hey, man, I don't want to be big anymore. I want to look like I want to look like I don't have a muscle in my entire body." Well, you know, I want to quit lifting weights. What do you think about that? Because you're that's your whole specialty. Well, is, it's uh, it's it's not about. I mean, it's about performance, like. If a kid's not talented, there's not a uh, there's not an amount of weight he can lift that'll make him talented. Everyone knows that. But could you ruin could you ruin Steph Curry by having him lift weights? Don't fix what ain't broke. That's okay. what I say to that. Do not fix what ain't broke. If he has an issue, you know, like his leg isn't as strong as he would like it to be because of an injury or something like that, then you work <laughs> on it with him. You don't fix. Steph Curry, you don't do anything with that guy. You know, I wonder what kind of weight program um, the Warriors have. Most teams, I mean, I think every NBA team has weight rooms and and ask for everybody to be involved in weight training, whether it's, you know, lightweights or, you know, something. Yeah. Uh, but you'd sure hate to say, oh, man, well, all right. you're doing bench presses and now he can't make a, a, a free throw. Exactly. You, it's just... Risk reward, right? Again, yep. I, Wayne Gretzky, I heard, was like the worst in the weight room. He was just terrible. I mean, he, <laughs> but it didn't matter. I mean, he scored. Yeah. He, he's put Wayne Gretzky was absurd the numbers he was putting up. Yeah. Um, that's a totally different category. But I think, do you think Steph, if he got if he gets MVP next year? Well, first off, if he wins the championship this year, what's going to happen? What do you think? Well, he's got to win the championship if he wants to keep this uh, this thing alive. But look, they're 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 very close to well, reasonably close to being the best 
team ever as far as record goes. Uh, right now they're, what, 53-5, and five, I think it is. Uh, the Bulls team in 1995-96, when Jordan came back after uh, earlier, he'd been there for part of the year in 94, um, they went 72-10, and 10, and that's the best record ever. So obviously Curry and the Warriors are right there to be the, have the best record. Yeah. Now if they get upset by the Spurs or somebody like that in the playoffs, oh. it would be... Um, tragic you know it, it would really be terrifying yeah yeah and i'd see again does that it's just hard to say you can't you just you, there's no one to compare him to that's the thing like and i guess maybe the same can be said about michael jordan no one to compare michael jordan to but well, I don't, kobe played a game somewhat like michael he did that's what i was right about to say that fade away uh-huh. towards the end of his career uh-huh. um Great leaping ability and, and a terrific turnaround. You know, Seth, Seth, I, I, I'm i never going to stop calling Seth and Seth. Cause yeah, because why Seth? Seth? Who cares about Seth Curry? Would he graduate Duke well, and just, now he's in the D-League or something? I'm confused. I don't care. I'm sorry, Seth Curry, but I don't care about you. I care about Seth. Should have been Dell Jr. or something so we could, <laughs> so we could fix this. Yeah, that yeah, would have been sweet. Uh, but he's a point guard, too, so don't forget. So he's right. also getting a stiff. And dribbling the ball, you know, supposed to be breaking presses and stuff like that. Yeah. So you got to put him in, you know, there were great shooters like Ray Allen, Glenn Rice. They were terrific three-point shooters. And it's it's even possible that Larry Bird was the best long-distance shooter ever. But they didn't fire him up like this guy. They don't have the, <laughs> the green light. And uh, he may go down. He's not a typical point guard. Um, you know, Ray John Rondo has got his way leading the league in assists this year. Yeah. So is he a typical point guard? I, you know, it's really hard to say. Yeah, I don't the, know. I mean, what, what does your generation of kids think about I mean, uh, there are no positions anymore. It's like, what happened to the good old days where the point guard dribbled down the court, set up a play, and then, yeah. you know, it, like, point guard, what does that even mean? You dribble the ball up the court? So what? Like, anyone can dribble the ball up the court. Kevin Durant does it all the time when Russ, you know, when Westbrook, like, you know, yeah, everyone's great. It, it's yeah, just... Hey, Durant, talk about a guy with no muscle tone. Um, I bet he couldn't... Well, actually, well he got a lot stronger, though. He did. That was actually... Once he got to the league, he uh-huh. got a lot stronger. But when he was out, when he was a freshman at Texas, he couldn't bench press 185. That yeah. was a fact. <laughs> Okay, tell what would you do? You got Steph Curry. You're you're a weight guy. Why don't you tell everybody what you just did? What you just passed today? Kind of proud of you, bud. Oh, the um, thank you. I yeah, passed like, the. Oh, what did I do today? <laughs> oh, that's right. The uh, I'm certified strength and conditioning specialist. So yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a it was took a lot of studying and all that good stuff. And what does that go, mean? Means what can I you do? I can strength train just about anyone um i'm nationally me? nationally recognized now that's the what would you do with me for instance your old pop <laughs> i would <laughs> i would uh i'd have you take jump shots <laughs> no with 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 steph curry though i would I, I don't know i don't know what i would do he doesn't need any help would oh. you be afraid to do anything with him to mess with him in any way? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I probably just wouldn't have him do anything. Or just wouldn't change anything. 
But see, that's kind of crazy. Every strength coach I've ever met always thinks they can make anybody on the planet better. Always. And that's uh, that's a shitty strength coach right there. That's, okay. So, all right, we got to wrap it up. That's our time. You feeling strong, bud? I'm feeling strong. Are you feeling strong? How's Florida? How are the look at the, look at it. Florida's awesome, man. I was uh, I rode my bike 16 miles yesterday. I rode it about five or six today. Bought the New York Times. Bought USA Today. I was thinking about being like just you know one of these old men on a park bench, is kind of like I am now. That's going to be your thing. Well, good, you good. You doing that someday? You you know what? You you enjoy the easy life. You deserve it. How about that? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, bud. <laughs> How about we end it on that? All right. We're going to sign off, everybody. I'm Zach. I'm Rick. I'm the son. I'm the dad. No, the father. Oh, we the, blew sorry, that. We didn't even father. practice that. That's a good one. No, we got to get it. Ready? I'm Zach. I'm Rick. I'm the son. I'm the father. And this is... The Father and Son Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Oh my God, that was pathetic. All right, guys. Have a nice week. See ya.